1: Jeff, I with us in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. Rick Bronstad's comedy tonight, tomorrow night, and a show on Sunday night, seven o'clock as well. Have you guys ever seen a show? I know you have, Dave. Uh, I've <laughs> Why seen a show. No, we talked it about
3: it on the show all the time.
1: It. A show called "Tales from the Tour Bus." No, no. Mike Judge, who did "King of the Hill,"
4: and yeah. Beavis and ButtHead.
1: Uh, and Beavis and ButtHead. <clears throat> He's got a series from last year. I think they're going to do it again this year. It's called "Tales from the Tour Bus," and it's and I don't know anything about country music. I I pretty much grew up in an R&B neighborhood. Uh but it's half animation and half live action. And it's about Jerry Lee Lewis and it's about Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson and all these people. Every one of them shot somebody. <laughs> oh, really? Every one of them. I mean, these hillbillies.
4: Yeah, they love their shooting. They love the Well, you it's, know it's same with R&B though, right? Most oh, of those like rappers Wilson have been Pickett. shot or shot people. Oh, absolutely. And all music industry just loves shooting people. Well, apparently they just like to shoot people. No matter what side of the tracks it came from, there's a lot of shooting going on.
1: <laughs> tell you what it is funny, though, listening to these guys talk about it. I'll tell you one thing is what I did, because I wrote all these songs, and everybody loved my songs, but I couldn't get them published. So one day just went to Nashville, and I went in the publisher's uh, office, and I said, you publish my records, I'm going to whoop your ass right
3: now. <laughs> It's the way to get business done.
1: I guess it is. Yeah.
3: yeah. Did you notice, Tom, in the Johnny Paycheck episode, there's oh, probably God. one of the oh. most, if you haven't seen this, it's it's one of the most throwaway lines, and it's so weird. They're talking to his former manager, and they're talking about something or other, and then he goes off on this tangent about turtles.
5: Yes.
3: And then he starts talking about where a turtle, turtle sexual organs are, and then... They're oh, like, you guy. seem to know a lot about turtles. And he goes, well, I've had sex with just about every female animal on the planet except turtles. And like, then they show a close-up of the three band members, and they're all like, uh-huh. And then they just roll up. <laughs> and this guy wasn't like he was joking. He just no. sat back, and it was just very matter-of-fact. Well, I've had sex with just about every other female animal, never a turtle. Never a turtle. What a psychopath. <laughs> well, that's all what what point. happened
4: to, like, see something, say something? Yeah, oh, that's a red flag.
1: <laughs> Although we did find out in that same episode, apparently, that... Turtles' uh, genitalia are in their tail. So yeah. the penis is in the tail, and the vagina is in the tail of a turtle.
4: Well, I didn't know that. I'm I'm worried about this guy. I yeah, am. You should be. Yeah, you yeah, should yeah. Be. the society should be worried about this guy.
1: Yeah, he's about what five four, five three, something yeah, like that. Nine hundred years old, and he uh-huh. really hates the fact that he's short. He hates it. Yeah. He, it's, he he
3: holds it against the world that he's he's five foot three.
4: That is weird. He isn't holds it, it against animals.
3: Isn't it weird, though, that yes. they do that show, and they're talking about all these celebrities yes. and their, their weird twists? Then he does ways. Jerry Lee Lewis, and he pretty much did the most sanitized version of a story I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. Considering Jerry Lee Lewis had, you know, uh, mysterious deaths that occurred around him. That a lot They, of them. they oh, didn't yeah. ever really? touch that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, the guy had three people in his, in his immediate family drown. Yeah. Really? His little kid, Jerry Lee Jr., his wife and somebody else, and it was like all right in there. And they pretty much believed Jerry Lee was involved in at least one or two of these. And he's like,
4: hey, I'm attracted to people that can't swim
6: good. I don't know why that, don't blame me.
3: Uh, Yeah, he can't
1: swim, I don't know. Speaking of
6: which, kind of, I learned yesterday Kelsey Grammer, you know, uh, Frazier. Oh, his whole family's dead. Yeah, when he was a kid, his sister was murdered. uh, And then a couple years later, his dad was murdered. Right. And then a few years later than that, two of his brothers drowned in a scuba diving accident. That's correct. Four. Of so his it's like,
5: yep.
6: yeah, weird. four family members in the span of 10 years. It's like, yeah. I don't know. Martin
4: Luther it's King's kind of brother was found in a pool literally like weeks after Martin Luther King's famous speech in D.C. Yep. And they're like, nah, it's probably just an accident. Like, I don't know, maybe we should look into this. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know, it seems to be like he's ruffled some feathers with those white boys down in the office.
1: Unfortunately, one of the guys you work with, his wife drowned in a pool.
4: Yes, that is true.
1: Billy Shatner. That yeah. was a terrible deal, man. He found her at the bottom of the pool one night. Oh, God. Man, what people, a tragedy.
7: Some people just have a run of bad luck. I dated Yes, a... four people did. <laughs> no, I dated, I dated a woman that had an ex-husband and two sons all hit by cars. Oh, my Hit by gosh. cars.
1: Was it her car?
7: No. Wasn't, her wasn't car. even her car? No. They're all... One was killed, the other two were injured. Good God but, yeah, you're still and, and, it? and yeah. different situations.
1: Say so get the hell away from me.
7: Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. She <laughs> started on, telling girl. me that story. <laughs> yeah.
4: I was like, eh, like uh, You know I'm gonna okay. be real busy for the next uh, <laughs> decade. Just so I need continue. to get out of here. That works for me.
1: <laughs> the large trust left behind for his daughter by the king of rock and roll has been reduced to a reported fourteen thousand dollars in cash. And Lisa Marie Presley's now suing her former manager for $100 million because of it. Presley, who is reportedly $16 million. Yeah, $100
5: million.
1: Mm. Uh, she's reportedly $16 million in debt, uh, argues her fortune was lost because Barry Siegel. Andy, you know who Barry Siegel is, don't you?
5: Mm-mm.
1: No. One of my best friends, Bo Siegel. His real name is Barry Siegel. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Bo's okay. real name is Barry Wait, Siegel. What, you know him real good? I don't think it's the same Barry Siegel. Oh, okay. okay. I'm I was going to sure. say, that's pretty
4: fascinating.
1: <laughs> he, this one worked at Warner Brothers, and we, w, WEA he worked at Electra. Yeah, I was going to say your Electra buddy might Electra. need
4: a friend real soon. if it's $100 million. Uh, well, he could anyway. <laughs> that's
1: true. Uh, because Barry Siegel failed to alert her to inappropriate spending on expensive homes mainly and made a bad investment, TMZ reports, after selling 85% of Presley shares and Elvis Presley Enterprises for $100 million. What? In 2005, she sold it for $100 million. Why would you do that?
7: And why are you broke if you sold it for $100 million?
1: Well, Siegel invested in Core Entertainment, the parent company of American Idol, according to Presley. When the company went bankrupt more than a decade later, Presley says she lost $24.5 million. <laughs> in a countersuit, Siegel tells a very different story. The 2005 sale of Presley shares cleared up uh, over $20 million in debts Lisa had incurred and netted her over $40 million in cash and a multi-million dollar income stream most of which she managed to squander in ensuing year. Siegel's attorney says, per the New York Daily News, she refused to listen to the warnings of her most trusted advisors and her family and eventually stopped paying Siegel, according to the suit. She's looking to blame others but has only herself to blame for her financial and personal misfortunes. It adds, as part of the proceeds of her divorce from Michael Lockwood, I don't even know about him. Who's Michael Lockwood? Mm-hmm. Presley has claimed she owes $10 million in unpaid taxes. million from the purchase of a U.K. home and $500,000 in other unpaid fees per Us Weekly. Lockwood claims her fortune still exists. So her ex-husband said it still exists, but she says it doesn't. I don't know what, what Barry Siegel says now.
4: This is just proof, guys, that bad things happen oh, to good okay. people. You know?
1: <laughs> okay, well, let's take a gander at Michael We're all facing Michael a Lockman. battle, you know? Gee, how would those kids ever break up? Take a look at Michael
4: Lockwood. Oh, yeah, I saw him today on the news. Yeah, he's a little weird-looking guy. He looks like uh, he was very yeah. inspired by David Bowie and all of the puppets from Labyrinth. All of them. Every, one of, every <laughs> single one He's going to want else. to look like that man, but yeah. also all the
1: creatures. Sure. I'd love to look like a creature if I possibly could. <laughs> wow. oh, so he's a... Uh, Michael Dean Lockwood. He's uh, 56 years old. Well, how old is Lisa Marie?
3: She's. Um, you, I think she's my age. She's like 49 or 50. She's like she? 49 or 50, man. So this is going to force the pretzel out of retirement. He's going to have to come back and and make money again for his daughter, right?
1: Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't tell the colonel though, because he'll come up out of the grave well, and take <laughs> half. What a pig that man was! Well, Good God.
4: Who? The colonel. I don't know who that is.
1: That was his manager.
4: manager. Oh, I don't even know who that guy is. Colonel, colonel Tom, Tom, Tom Parker. Wow. Never heard of yeah. him. Yeah. Colonel Tom Parker. Bad guy.
1: Elvis Un- could not do concerts overseas or anywhere outside the United States. Why? Because Colonel Tom Parker was an illegal immigrant and couldn't get back in the country if he left. So he said, if I'm not leaving, you're not leaving. That's the worst. <laughs> Is that
4: unbelievable? Yeah. I
3: think, Settle down there, sir. And he he would have
4: made so much
3: money. Well, he, he already was. He was making a big chunk of Elvis's 50% yeah 50% yeah. for life,
4: which is ridiculous also yes. one thing I've learned about people that make a lot of money is they love making more than that
3: Yes, <laughs> so That's
4: why would right they just go overseas make heaps? Well,
3: he didn't want anybody coming it. between him and Elvis who he's afraid if Elvis went overseas without him He'd find some new guy somebody else is gonna start spinning the web and taking him away That makes sense, but what?
7: it's always like what you always say Tom people who get in those positions Mm-hmm. Wind up stealing money from the people every work, time they're working for. Do
4: you have a manager? Yeah, I actually fire... Oh, I can't say that on the thing. <laughs> I've had that happen to me twice. Yeah, me mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've,
1: you've you've had a manager. You've had somebody steal from
4: you. Oh yeah, and also it's like kind of <laughs> you know, one of those things too. It's like. It. Uh, and we speaking to what you kinda of, maybe we weren't even on air when we talked about it, but like, you know, being an entertainer, you got like right. some daddy issues or whatever. And so like right. when a manager right. comes in, you kind of are like, Oh, I trust this guy and you know yep. he you know, he takes me out to dinner and buys me drinks and he talks to me like my like a dad, you know? And so they it's naturally true. take advantage of that for sure. They do indeed, and it's
1: never enough. I'm sure fifty percent wasn't enough for Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah. I'm sure he took Seventy, eighty percent. Oh yeah, and he's like, "This
7: is your cut." Filthy. Pig. This, the second greatest hockey player of all time had all his money stolen at one point. Who was that? Bobby Orr.
1: Oh, that's right. Bobby Orr did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, he did.
7: He had every dime stolen by his uh, agent. Is that that's Elvis Presley right. on the phone? Laura.
1: Laura Presley. <laughs> Laura, is this you, Laura Presley?
0: <laughs> Hello, Thomas. How are you?
1: Marvelous. Where have you been, sister?
0: Oh, uh, busy, 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 busy.
1: Yeah, me too. I know what you're talking about. What's going on?
0: Nothing. I am mad at you. Oh, you know? no. Hey, a because woman who's now... mad at
1: me. Huh? Whoever heard Two of it. Weeks. Get in line. Two...
0: Yeah, really. Get in line, Two sister. Two weeks. I binge watched Ray Donovan five. Actually, it was a week and a half.
1: Right. That
0: is such a good show. I don't know why I didn't listen to you.
1: I told you to watch Ray Donovan. So she's and he, angry at you yeah. because she
4: didn't listen to Wait, you. Wait, are you guys married? Yeah. <laughs> See? You're mad at him because he told you to watch a show and you didn't listen. That's exactly right.
0: But usually I tell him what he needs to watch.
4: Oh, okay. What's your favorite show?
0: Well, actually, I, I'm calling because of you.
4: Oh, well, well that's nice.
1: Uh-oh, she must I'm like...
0: nervous, Tom, and I'm never nervous.
4: Oh, I'm nervous, nervous talking to Jeff
0: Listen, if, if you have not seen that show... You've got to watch it. It is the funniest thing. I laugh out loud. Thank I have to you so put it, much. I have to pause it.
4: That means a lot to me. Thank you. We're, we're, I'm actually texting with the creator right now to see when this season three is happening. We're trying to get a season three. Yeah.
0: I, I have a great idea for season three.
4: Oh, yeah? Let's hear it.
0: Go across the United States.
4: Yeah, but it, that's the beauty of our show is that we don't do the United States. We're trying to show people of the United States the rest of the world.
0: I don't know if
4: we can take any more of this. <laughs> yeah, well, there is. Because uh, we, we've seen America. We, we, all these shows do America, like Diners, Drives, and Drags. And that's the, what it is.
1: Diners, Drives, and Drags, very famous yeah, show. You know,
4: or, oh, we're, very famous. we're the something pickers, and we're the picker sisters, and we're the storage people. And the We get it. We've seen America so on TV. We're I trying guess. to show the world to these people. I
1: hate those storage shows. Oh, man. Oh, I don't know how it happened, but I opened up the storage unit that I bought for $50, and it happened to be six. 16
4: million dollars in it yeah right yeah i know they always find things that are real suspicious they're like look it's abraham lincoln's skull you're like (laughs) i don't think someone that can't afford to pay their storage unit had something this valuable inside of it do you know
3: there are a lot of people that forget that they have storage units yeah that they'll set up and they'll do do it and then they just have it on automatic deposit or so or they've passed away and it's still getting pulled from their accounts and people forget and then all of a sudden when it stops you get that 90-day window, and they put those suckers up for auction. Well, doesn't it quit? seem really?
4: unfair, too, that we just get to buy their whole belongings <laughs> yeah. and yeah. on <laughs> TV go through it? Like, mm-hmm.
3: well, they should have paid their bill. You're like, Although the, the auctioneers around the United States love that show because they were, they'll were they honestly tell you, most times when they would do these auctions, they bring in 150 to 200 uh, uh, storage shed at right, most. Right, right. And once the show broke and people are spending 1500 oh, yeah. All of a sudden, all these newbies are coming out to storage auctions yeah, and they're buying is... these crap units yeah. and going through it. Well, but... and
4: also my problem with that is that... Um the things that we really cherish in our lives aren't necessarily that valuable. You know, it's so like your, your photos of your family or like maybe something that has like right. uh, some sentimental value. And these vultures, they only want stuff that's worth money. So they're on camera being like, ah, it's just a bunch of photos of some old cow. And look, look, look at this plate. This plate isn't worth anything. You know, You're just right. breaking it. And that yeah. that person's probably watching it on TV going, ah, those are photos of Graham Graham. <laughs>
5: oh, they're
4: breaking all these Plates! You know, like, so it's a little like uh, opportunist and rude.
1: I would, however, buy the storage unit from Silence of the Lambs. If you could pick,
4: yeah, I'd buy the storage oh unit from God. Alex Rodriguez.
1: I just want to buy, find a, a head floating in formaldehyde
3: in my storage
4: unit. <laughs> That'd be your luck. Oh, Tom's like, "What's this worth?" They're like, Nothing. <laughs> "Nothing." You're going to
2: prison. Damn. I, think.
3: I just love the cutaway and reveal for that episode, right, where you pull oh, back the sheet and go, "What the?" And then <laughs> yeah, they go to commercial exactly.
2: and come back and there's the
3: <laughs> bobbing head in the jar, floating uh, like, a,
4: like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> um, I did. Uh, oh, is she still on the line, yeah, still I I I, Laura? Still am So
0: you did answer my question, yeah. I and also asked you if there's. Going to be a
4: three. Yeah, the season three we're waiting on right now. Me and Terry Bradshaw want to have our own spin-off of the show. Yes, please. Called that Jeff is, and Terry's America, And that would be me and him in an RV going through America. Because oh, I, uh, I'm not a real yes, patriotic guy. Like, good. And so on the show, you'll hear me often say like, Oh, I love, you know, Japan's way better than America. Or I'll be like, Oh, Thailand's great. Or Spain this. And people will like email me like, You can't say that about America. So I want Terry to be like, I'm going to show you how great this country is and then take us on a road go. trip.
1: We'll be back That's in two minutes. T- Laura, you can hang in there for two minutes, can you?
4: Sure.
0: All
1: right, we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael.
8: Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you.
1: One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important?
8: Well, two things. First is a locally owned and operated bank. We move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday.
1: Well, that sounds like a great way to do business.
8: All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty.
1: Why not bank with MyBanker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. By now you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fit me for my very own MyPillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. Made in the USA. If you don't have a My Pillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time, because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium My Pillows. Yes, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium My Pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. Regularly sixty nine ninety eight. Probably the last good band ever. Has anybody been as good as
7: they are? Jonas. Uh, Goo Goo Dolls. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you about, uh, How about Nickelback? you talking about all bands, or are you just talking about that genre? Since then. Since then. Uh,
1: pretty much rock bands are not all that great since Nirvana.
4: I'm trying to think. Yeah. You know what I mean I don't disagree right away, so it makes me think I don't disagree at all.
1: Yeah, I can't think of one any... I
4: can't think of one that would be right away.:
1: Nevermind is one of the best albums ever. Love, Nevermind. What a great album. Uh, very quickly, we were just talking about William Shatner off the uh, during the commercial break there. I've got to mention a couple of things. two things very quickly. William Shatner's on the show all the time, so about 10 years ago, and he calls me Dome. He doesn't say Tom. He says Tom.
4: (laughs) You can't even pronounce your name right? That's
1: rude. How are you doing Tom? Tom, I want you to do me a favor. We've known each other for quite some time now. I don't know him. I've talked to him on the phone. Yeah, you know him. Sure Uh, I want you to do me a favor. Come to my house for Christmas. I'm like, what? (laughs) Come for Christmas. We have a wonderful Christmas, Tom. I said, let me get back to you. Which I never did, of course. because yeah. I got things to do.
4: You have your own Christmas. <laughs> you have people you yeah. love. And you turn on time a chance for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. We got that whole deal doing. Wow. But
1: uh, who played the Scottish engineer? Jimmy uh, Doohan. Uh, Jimmy Doohan. Yeah, Jimmy Doohan. yeah, yeah there played you go. Scotty. Yep. He's in studio one day,
5: <laughs>
1: and he's basically sitting where you are now, and so we're talking about this. and Nice guy, real nice guy. <laughs> And this is on camera so they can see it. <laughs> I'm talking to him. Just thought, I just figured I'd throw it out there. Because, you know, everybody has talks about how hard it is to work with William Shatner. Yeah. Right? So I said, James, let me ask you a question. Uh, um, what about working with William Shatner? As a long pause, his shoulders hunch up. He makes his face like this. He's not a nice man. <laughs> <I'm> like,
5: <whoa. laughs>
4: Apparently Oh, he, so he's not only literally sitting where I am. He was metaphorically where I right. am. Was, <laughs> oh, oh, Oh,
3: there you go. Is he a little rough to get along with on set? Nah,
4: well, he's just like, I would say that he's like a cat. Like, he doesn't let people in. you know? sure. Like And so uh, yeah. when you work on anything, you're like, even today, like, I just want everyone to like me and be my friend, so I chat people up. He's not like that. No. So it's like, you'll go up to him and be like, hey, you know, I'm excited. And he'll be like. Okay. Like, and you're like, what do you okay? <laughs> what do you <laughs> mean, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to shake your hand, like, socialize. He and he, and it's I don't know if it's just what it is about him. He's just unique that way. Yeah. And so most people are used to, like, trying to get along and be friendly, and he's just, that's not his jam.
1: You so, know what's interesting, though? He's been a big star for, like, 65 yeah. years. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because he jumped out he... when he was, I believe, 18 years he's old. He's 86.
4: On the... He'll be 87 next month.
1: Yeah. I think he was eight, 18 or 19 years old when he was on The Twilight Zone.
4: Oh yeah, yeah the the fame the oh, most famous Twilight episode of all time. Yeah,
3: which one he the, the Gremlin on the wing. How about the the uh, little fortune teller the machine? Fortune teller machine. That's too, the one yeah. I was thinking of. Oh really? Yeah, that. you love that one. He too, He won't Laura. do anything unless he asks the fortune teller machine. Oh okay. It's a really good one. It's creepy. But
4: he's not in that, is he? That's not William Shatner. Yeah, that's Shatner. Oh, oh, it is Shatner. It is Shatner. Yeah.
3: Shatner. Wow.
7: But uh, Dugan lit him up that day,
4: though. Oh, he lit him up big time. Man. <laughs> he he nothing to lose. <laughs> he lit him up big time. I'm young. I can't He's... tell the true stories for a while. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> <So> <laughs> no. We'll I will say we were talking yeah. about uh, favorite shows <laughs> earlier, and then we we're talking about William Shatner, and then we talked about Twilight Zone. My favorite show on TV right now is basically the Twilight Zone of the 2000s, called Black Mirror. Have Black you guys Mirror. Seen yeah, I've seen it. Oh, everybody's yeah, talking about that. It's I the best show. It's a good yet.
5: show.
1: Black Mirror is a good show Best show I've ever seen is that on, is, is that Amazon or is it Netflix Netflix it is and Netflix,
4: it's every right? episodes different Every episode has a different director too, which is just like the Twilight Zone and is isn't that twilight zone Didn't they have like a different yeah, yeah. They, had different yep. yeah show. they had different storytellers yep. yep. yeah, yeah, which is I, was, I thought like, I was getting it mixed up with Tales from the Crypt because they did the same thing But I was like, oh. you know,
1: I've been doing the show for for 32 years now uh, the morning show and I don't know what it is about Netflix, but do you have to not be known or be famous to get a co- comedy special on Netflix?
4: Oh my gosh! Yeah. Don't get me started. What is that? I'll tell you. They they basically I don't know what's going on over there, but they I don't even guys that I like are it just doesn't work. You watch it, like it doesn't. And you're like, work. It doesn't. It's terrible. And then um, also, so this you know maybe I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but they'll just give a stand-up comedy special to someone who's famous. Mm-hmm. It's like they didn't even watch the act. They're like, oh, you're famous. Here's yeah. some yep. money. Yep. Like, uh, did Jud- you see Fred Armisen's stand-up right. for oh, drama? Yeah, was
7: That was terrible.
9: It,
4: I've seen people who have never done stand-up at open mics who were better than that. that was, it Jud- was, Judd Apatow <laughs> has <laughs> one, too. Right, he has Judd one too,
7: has yeah. one. Oh. But uh, Chris Rocks was very disappointing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Dave Chappelle's last one was not Jack- funny Are at all. I they, like, Jim, Jim Jeffries. Dave I thought, have been pretty good on Netflix. Yeah, Jim Jefferies is
4: great. Um, there's there are good people like Tom Segura's is, is yeah. money. There's some guys that are they're really good. Was, I, I did not. I only saw with his first Tom. one and it was
7: good. No, he's got a new one out. I haven't now. seen that. A new yeah, one and it's just. He know, hates I'm me about the now one that's anyway.
4: called Mostly Stories. Wait, why does he hate you?
1: Because uh, I don't go on Twitter or Facebook, mm-hmm. and he kept uh, direct messaging me, and I didn't answer because I don't. Oh, go really? out, so he hates my guts now.
4: Well, That's a silly reason to not no, like plus anyone. Plus the fact that yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'll get over it. Yeah, you'll be fine. And yeah.
1: you know, I'll tell you what, though, his story about his father running to the bathroom and going in the wrong stall, going yeah. to the handicap stall, is really
4: funny. Yeah, I think Tom Segura's the, hey, buddy, the yeah. mostly stories Tom Seguir's special on Netflix, I would recommend to anyone. Hmm. And I leave 100% positive feedback That's every you. time I recommend it.
1: I'll probably call him one of these days and go, once you settle down before I have to slap the piss out <laughs> <laughs>
0: of oh, you.
3: have you gotten hey. a stand up special I,
0: I got a quick JB story. Ooh. Oh, great. <laughs> So he he was in Target, uh, Minnetonka Ridgedale Target, and I oh, now have we no know makeup on. I see what? him coming, so I start trying to hide from him. Thank God he didn't hear my voice, because then he would have recognized me.
1: So you hid from JB.
0: Well, and then all the ladies were looking at me like there's like I stole something. Because it was a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, they and I saw you, you running from, from
4: a black guy. Right. Like you, racist. Oh my God! <laughs> <I didn't laughs> <think> of
7: that. <laughs> you awful lady. You should be ashamed of yourself.
0: Racist. I ashamed of myself for more things than that.
7: <laughs> well, if you if, if if you come through life like I have, oh. Basically all white people run from me and, <laughs> at Target. Target. Yeah, yeah, at Target. That's true. true. What are you
1: doing shopping at Target? Aren't you supposed to be over at Walmart?
7: <laughs> I've never shopped at Walmart. True she story, was like, "Security, Jeff. security." A true
1: story. I go into wa- I've been in a Walmart once in my life. Once. Yeah? How was it? I walked in there up in Brooklyn Park, which is a pretty urban suburb, if you know what I'm saying. There's some dazzling urbanites in the area. Yeah. And I, c- Kathy said, "Would you pick up some water softener salt?" It's my wife. I said, "Yeah." What is I'm water,
4: water softener salt?
1: It softens your water, so your water's. Real- where do you Where do you live?
4: I live in Sherman Oaks, California.
1: Well, you know how your water is not soft there; you, it has to be softened.
4: I didn't know that. I didn't, oh, absolutely! I'm sorry. I didn't know this. I didn't. I know that's not the point of your story, and what I are took you, a eleven. Like to- I didn't know that's a thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> water
4: softeners, salt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Tom. Don't some, bring up Santa Claus. Some it's of this millionaires <laughs> stuff <up> on <laughs> us. Yeah, deal. I was like
1: was very excited. It's not. A, it's not a big deal. It just poured. All your water runs through salt to soften it. Except in New York City, the water is naturally. The further west you go, the more you need your water
5: softened.
4: Hmm, True
1: story. So I go to Walmart to buy a couple of bags of water softener salt. And this young African-American woman walks up to me. She goes, what? That's what she says to me, what? (laughs) And I said, "Could could you tell me where the water softener salt is? And she goes, what? Man, why don't you go shop at Target with all the other white people? (laughs)
5: What <laughs> she tell me? Yeah.
1: Was she that the greeter? Is a, that is amazing. She was like the greeter, man. She tells me to go shop at Target with all the other white people. Oh, speaking of that, by the way, Laura, have you seen the episode where John Boyd's black son goes down to Mexico to box? Did Laura go away? No. She's- it
6: Laura, Laura, so.
1: Laura, come off the
6: ambient. <laughs> Uh Yes, she just told me in chat that she has to go. Oh, oh that's too bad. You know what's great Thanks, about Laura.
4: that story is that one, that woman is an a-hole for talking to you like that at the course, at the, at the place. But B, she is hilarious. Absolutely. <laughs> Can we acknowledge I that, that is, is the funniest that. thing I've ever heard? i got, got a problem with that at all. Hey, I
1: grew up around that my That's entire amazing. life.
4: Go to Target where other white people are. I'd be like, okay, you're the so best. My high school I went to, you're Minneapolis North <laughs> High
1: School, is about, now it's probably like 99% black, but it was probably, I don't know, 70, 80% black when I went there. Mm-hmm. And literally... The, the northeast door would be where all the white kids went in, and the southwest door would be all the black kids came in. Really? But I lived in a black neighborhoods. Separate
4: so- doors. That's so sad. Yeah, it was, I'm <laughs> telling you.
1: Except I lived in a, on that neighborhood, so I came in that door. So I walk up one day, and this black girl opens the door and holds it for me. Yeah. I go, well, thank you. And she goes, that's all right, pinky. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, accepting Deaky.
1: while still being... Yeah, edgy, yeah exactly. Edgy. So it's the same well, not thing. not giving you everything. <laughs> you're funny, but you're an ass. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, this is how it is. It's so funny. I, I was asking Laura about that episode. Have you ever seen the episode of Ray Donovan where his, where John Voight's black son goes to Mexico to no, box? No, I never heard of that, no. Oh, God, it's hilarious because he... John Voight exploits his entire family in the show that's great that's all he does is exploit his family so he's like a stand-up comedian <laughs> yes so he goes down to box in mexico he goes well who am i fighting he said well we'll tell you about that later he goes no 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 I, who am i fighting i want you to know and so <laughs> people says well i've got a poster and and john was like <laughs> like don't show them the poster right they open the poster and it's like Alexis Mercado versus El Negro. <laughs>
4: oh, wow. Oh, that's His amazing. It
1: El Negro.
4: <laughs> Which <Yeah. laughs> even in Spanish is insulting. The black.
5: <laughs> the black.
1: <laughs> that is incredible. It was a, and the kid's like, El Negro. God, it was hilarious. Well, <laughs> I love it. I, Wonderful.
7: There's this uh, <clears throat> there's this substance I buy for work. Right? Oh uh,
1: Now we're talking. It's heroin.
7: <laughs> it's called Shugoo. Shoe goo? Yeah, it's to repair shoes. And oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And on, the, and name now make it in black. And on there, it says Negro.
1: It says Negro
7: on there? <laughs> Wait, you're telling me there's a bottle that
4: is in production that yeah. we can buy at a store that's called Negro Shoe <laughs> Negro Shoe So he's like half black and half
1: Asian.
7: <laughs> That is amazing. Yeah. It says Negro. It says Negro. All oh, right, but
3: it's half of the half of the label in Hispanic. Is that the deal?
7: You know, I just because it's in the biggest letters is the word Negro. Oh, Negro is the largest letter. Well, a lot spread. of
3: times they'll put American and then they'll put the uh, Hispanic word right underneath it. So you know well, they do. Yeah, or so maybe they're probably... just like,
4: man, not a lot of like Americans are buying this.
3: <laughs> you gotta put some negro
4: yeah, on yeah, it. like um, our like clientele it. that's buying this is right. Spanish. Let's put the Spanish on there.
7: Murray's over there losing his mind yeah. right now. <laughs> Murray, you losing it? This is hilarious. Like if
4: you're in Mexico, they're not gonna write chips and cheese. They're like, no, our customers speak Spanish. Let's put nachos on it. We'll nachos, it nachos. Be no <laughs>
1: chips and cheese. And yeah, nachos makes sense. And I do know the guy cut the deal. Said, look, if you're gonna put the word negro on there, it has to be the biggest word on the list. <laughs> oh my god, that basically <laughs> is no
7: black is like this, and then negro is like that. That is... And then everything else. Uh... Oh, and
1: everything else is smaller. Mm-hmm.
4: They're like, okay. well, it helps our uh, Spanish clientele and it makes the white people laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they got something to laugh Pause about. So. It all works it out in the end. It made me
7: laugh.
3: <laughs> and it <actually> made you <laughs> laugh too. It yeah. gives a word for other people to be appalled and uh, humiliated by, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, oh, there's plenty of that stuff going on. I still think, Maria, have you ever seen that? Chinese commercial where the woman puts her boyfriend in the in the washing machine. No, I am not making this up, and I swear to God, we can bring it up on the screen before you leave. Uh, it's in China, so this is an Asian woman, and this black man comes walking out, and they kind of like hug and stuff, and all of a sudden she grabs him and shoves him into the washing machine. I'm not making this up now, JB. You've seen this I've commercial. Seen. She shoves him in the washing machine. She runs a cycle with this detergent that's supposed to be magnificent, and when it's done, it buzzes, and he comes out and he's Asian. Oh my god, that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> not
5: okay. These
1: that's are okay. both
10: products that can only be here you sold go. at Walmart. Here no, right that's here. okay. These are you think I'm lying? products.
1: Check it out. Here you go. We're gonna we're watching it right now. Have you seen this? What yeah. is that on his face? I don't know. He must have cut himself. Some shoe goo. No. They-
4: That's <laughs> Negro right goo.
1: Look at, oh, she no. right into, look at that. But she also. She did it aggressive. It was very aggressive. Then she locks him in with her butt.
4: <laughs> she's sexy, though. Let's be honest. She is sexy.
1: It's true. So the, so all is forgiven. And he comes oh out Oh, my and God. He- I can't do this. Murray. <laughs> 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 well, Walmart, she's trying to make
4: his oh wiener my. fit. <laughs>
1: It's too big. When to something's back. too
4: big, you put it in the washer and dryer and it shrinks it right up.
1: The greatest part of it is at the very end, and you miss this one, Murray. At the very end, he holds up the detergent packet and he goes.
4: That's amazing. <laughs> Did that actually air on television? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. my goodness.
1: It's still airing on television. Andy, it still runs, doesn't it?
6: Well, I don't really know since I'm not from Shanghai. But... <laughs> yeah, but you read that stuff all yeah, the time. Yeah, come on. So. What
4: kind of answer was that? That yeah, seemed very Andy. negative. Like, do they still sell their it at Walmart? I don't know. I haven't been
6: to a Walmart. We'll do some Walmart research. Damn it! What's it called again? It's called like... God, crap! I don't remember what the. I can't. We'll find out. We'll
1: find out during the break. We'll look it up. But it, it's yeah, in a it little. Should say bag on the
6: commercial. You'd think,
1: and in the, the former black man who's now Asian really loves the fact that it... that is a
4: weird advertising. <laughs> it is <laughs> about as bizarre I can't as it even gets. Get, like I've been in rooms where you're pitching things. <laughs> well, where, where did they come up with well, that? Well, that's
7: though? just a, that's a backward thinking of this rubs off
1: right yeah, you know there's only two million of them or two billion of them excuse me so we're okay i bet asia <laughs> loves sammy soza
4: Look, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care for him in baseball but now
1: no, no we'll He's be right back a couple of minutes tom, tom here for saber plumbing heating and air conditioning right now saber and bryant are teaming up to offer zero percent financing for 36 months
5: Uh, right, I can't wrong. My own
1: in my Tom Bernard, show one of the greatest bands of all time, Sly and the Family Stone, phenomenal. Uh, bought a ticket to go see Sly and the Family Stone three different times and he didn't show up for not one of the shows. Really? Oh, uh, he didn't show up. He he was famous for that. Notorious. He would he would book dates at stadiums and then not show up. But other than that, that's a lot of
3: work. Remember the way he signed off on the radio too.
1: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> he was a disc jockey in San Francisco and decided he didn't want to do radio anymore, so he locked the studio door and the last thing he ever said was, "Hey, general manager, I want you to know I'm effing your daughter." <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that's a little cold. Oh, well, he didn't say effing. Oh, so, that's even worse. Well, yeah, it's much worse. The FCC doesn't like that too much.
4: If you're going to have sex with my daughter, I could do without the potty mouth as well. You know? Yeah,
3: see,
1: be a better example. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Jeff Dye with us, ladies and gentlemen. He is at Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight. Two shows, tomorrow night, two shows, a Sunday show at 7 o'clock as well. We're taking care of basically all the problems in the world today. There will be no more problems. We're fixing them. We've decided that a lot of stand-up now is not funny uh, on television. You know, thinking about that whole situation, um, there was an article yesterday in in the Star Tribune, one of the local newspapers, about how making fun of somebody on their birthday cake is offensive. So if you give a birthday cake to somebody who's 50 years old and it says over the hill on it, that's extremely offensive and you should never do it. Oh, that's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Yeah, if the, the intent
4: thing. is humor, anything goes. So I have a question for you. Yeah.
1: Will they shut down all magicians eventually because it's offensive that they're fooling people?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that's what they do for a living is fool
4: people, yeah, right? They trick people for sure. They trick but, people. Um, no, offensive. I don't, think, I don't think anyone finds it as offensive. Well, I don't find it offensive when a
1: forty-year-old guy it says, you know, a year old. He's forty. I, had a,
4: I made a cake for my grandma with frosting that said, "Walk towards the light, stupid." <laughs> <laughs> Did your grandmother have a sense of humor? Uh, she, yeah, she, she didn't even read it. She's,
7: she didn't even read it. Yeah, she just, she's she like, you? "I love cake." Well, you're like, I you love them. you, Graham. Graham. <laughs> Graham, I love you. Graham, <laughs> one time Graham. I came in the morning show. I love you, Graham. Graham. One time I came in the morning show with a birthday cake for myself.
1: For, for yourself,
7: for you guys, you remember what it says, El Negro. It said, "Happy birthday! What a silly Negro! What a silly Negro! That's <laughs> what it was. What a silly Negro! I, I do like remember that." that. You Murray,
1: Murray, you need to hang around with me more often.
7: <laughs> there would be no
1: <laughs> discord in the world if more black people hung around with me.
7: Murray, I would show up you every, I would show up every uh, Martin Luther King holiday, and work the morning show. Because, Why? Because. Martin Luther King fought for the right for us to have jobs, and so That's I went true. to work.
1: I like that. And he was my hero, which is why I hate all politicians today, because they've turned their back on Martin Luther King.
4: I love Martin Luther King.
1: I love the guy. Yeah. And, and they turned their back on his ideas and ideals, and it really angers me. that. Why
6: well, wasn't out. a Christian man, I'd probably be kicking in your way.
1: And Richard Pryor. There you go. Martin Luther King and Richard Pryor, my I two favorites. I wasn't
4: a Christian man.
1: If like, i a Christian man, I'll be down there kicking in your eye.
4: Here's a nice kick I got <laughs> for someone, too.
1: You know why we did this? Well, that's just the pie
4: sign, though. I it's used not to have a teased. show where we would just see what we could get away with. B-U pie. And, um, and so we went to a cake place, and we're like, will you write anything we want? And they're like, yeah. If you want, if you're gonna pay for a whole cake, we'll put whatever you want on there. Right. And that's why I got this one, and I got the other one that says "Walk towards the light, stupid." Walk towards the light. <laughs> so I wasn't light, making that up. Stupid. We really got that cake. I'm gonna find it for you because I feel like sometimes I say something and people are like he's just going well, for I, a joke.
1: But. Just lucky you didn't try to get like a cake for a, for a gay person because you could never do that. No, that's I what st- that one was. I still don't <laughs> understand. Why do you care if you put frosting on a gay wedding cake? Why would you possibly care about that?
4: Wait, what do you mean? Does people got mad about that?
3: Because it wasn't. Oh yeah, Yeah, there are bakeries that have refused to uh, serve homosexual weddings. Oh yeah, what a silly, silly, yeah. Well, it's a religious. It's their religious uh, choice. You know what I mean. That's where it gets that, weird. But... You know, when do we draw the line of well, it's okay to do this, but it's not okay yeah. to, to hey, has follow. Has no one the ever of?
4: read this Bible that everyone's quoting?
3: Exactly.
4: <laughs> is, has no one read it that is so passionate about it? Uh, I don't believe in gay marriage because I am aware of the Bible. I've read it. I believe marriage is between a man and a young woman sold by her parents, <laughs> right? In as exchange for as... cattle, crops, and village exactly. safety. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, also so people a say, Jeff, "Why are you married?" Dude. Well, no one's made me a good enough offer. See, that's yeah, there you go.
3: And if she has her period during the crop season, we have to be header. Right. That's part of the Bible.
4: I, I'm telling just, you, like they is. keep acting like that. The people got married for love in the Bible. We made that up in the last few hundred years. That's, that's very. That's true. not a real thing.
1: Ugh. Whatever, whatever made yeah, Gross. whatever's the most profitable is how it went. Anyone who's
4: thinking their marriage is what the Bible's marriage was it is delusional, wolf.
1: I just don't know why you would want to believe something that disparages other people. And most religions do. You know, I, I don't understand that. I, I well, understand they'll, that.
3: they'll tout the one side that this is wrong and it says so in the Bible, but what they, they totally dismiss is the fact that It also says, leave the judging to God.
4: Yes, it's not for you to judge. And as a matter of fact, I
3: I did a big dissertation once on Facebook because I was getting barraged when the the homosexual marriage started passing across the United States. Mm -hmm. And people, I just watched the hatred come out, and I said, for those of you quoting the Bible, show me the specific lines in the Bible.
4: Leviticus 18.22, which is a Jewish priest it's the rules for jewish priests not the rules for you and it's and it's like
3: well jesus was against this and i start quoting the parts of the bible that actually say hey jesus uh, from me the biggest commandment is just love everybody as you love yourself and that's what it's about stop judging so So i have a bit from my act
4: i hate doing like bits on radio stuff and podcasts but that's why i never ask people to do them this is this is straight from my act i say you know why like i i loved jesus so much is because he would be like love everyone and then the people were like, but what if they're from a different place than us? And Jesus was like, love everyone. And like, but what if they look different than us? And he's like, yeah, love everyone. He's like, but what if they did something bad to me or my family? Yep. He's like, even your enemies. Love everyone. And they're like, but what if? He's like, you know what, screw it. Just kill me. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> you know, it's not that hard. Right. <laughs> I didn't think I had to spell it out for you creeps. You know what well, I'm saying? Like, I I I'm going to go that, hang out with some aliens. I'm done with humans.
3: I love in the fact in the Bible they get all... Uh, <laughs> He's supposed to be the son of God, and the the religious leaders are looking at him as such, but then he's hanging out with the hookers and the tax collectors. Right. And they're like, you know, why are you doing that? And he goes, because you guys already got me. All right. (laughs) You guys got me. I need to teach them. I'm here for them now. And people just totally... The pious want to stay pious, and that God is only for them.
7: Yeah. No, it's
3: all about fixing everybody and making people love.
7: I married a Baptist, and her mother, when we first got engaged, lost her mind because... Catholics, we worship idols, because there's statues in the church.
4: Yeah, or the pope—that's right. a big idol. Yeah. So we
7: worship idols, and really? it says in the Bible, you know, in the no the false idols, idols and yeah. whatnot. So she didn't know how to handle things at first, and it's like oh, yeah. man, what we're, you we're all human. We're we're both poor. We're both we're hmm. both
6: black.
1: My Just dad used nice. to talk to the right. stations at the cross, so that was a little scary. But oh, that wasn't good. My father was schizophrenic. Oh yeah. Yeah, so he I found an
6: interesting table you from did. Leviticus 18. All right, uh, let's see here. So, um, women cannot have sex with their grandparents' spouse. Correct. Men can though. <laughs> I'm glad they put that in uh, there. No. But men can't have sex with one of their parents, but women can. Right. There's a shellfish uh, But nobody line. can have sex with their pair, their step parents. That's right. that's always good well, for, for whatever reason. Um, it's okay for a woman to have sex with her uncle uh but no one can have sex with their aunts yeah but there were like 14 people in the world at that <laughs> yeah exactly time. That's yeah. The big they, they should have yeah, put names hey thing. don't yeah. be hooking
4: up with judas <laughs> <laughs> exactly
6: He's sh- it's weird how character. specific it's, it's how specific like uh yeah only men can have sex with their spouse's brother's child but never your spouse's sister's child it's yeah. like I need a flow Who chart to keep this up with the rules. Up. Yeah, this is really the book seriously. they're quoting,
4: and they've taken one sentence out of it to find a way to be mean to a group well, well, of sure. people they don't know.
3: And that's what most people do is they'll, they'll quote one line without mm-hmm. quoting the line before right. it or after it, right. which yeah. is a setup.
4: And ironically, some of those people would hear me saying this and think I'm mixed up. They're like, "Well, you're just judging." No, I'm not judging you. No. I'm just saying, you judging other people is is completely against what you claim you love. Number
1: thirteen, Leviticus eighteen. Number thirteen, do not have sex with Jeff Die.
4: That's not in there, guys. I'm hey, right there, guys, <laughs> don't you say that I'm to right them. <laughs> them. I love sex.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't you do this to me? I won't do it to you, man. I won't do it to you. I promise. Yeah, I don't know people and all that. Like I said, content. Martin Luther King, content to your character. Yeah. Other than that, I don't care. I just don't care. Be nice. And they people never ever talk about that any longer. You have to agree with me, or I hate you.
4: Mm-hmm. I just what? Yeah, it doesn't make any it sense. Makes no sense. To when me. also the like, idea of like. No gay marriage. Gay people shouldn't marry each other. They should marry us. Does that make sense to anyone? No. No, it does not <laughs> make sense. You don't want them to just be happy with each other? Like, what are you
3: talking about? You know, I got <laughs> We should all you. be equally miserable in marriage. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> right, no, that was the Wow. punchlines for most of the comedians yeah. at that time i'm
4: happily married i actually said yeah i used to say uh, i think all marriage is kind of gay right and, uh, but now yeah. you can't use gay like that so
1: and why not i don't know I love, isn't sad. it
3: ron white who says hey for all you people against gays just think about this we're all a little gay and the crowd's kind of shuffling he goes oh, just think yeah. about it when you watch porn right do you want to watch some guy with a little linky dink or do you want to watch some big strong throbbing member yeah. and then everybody starts laughing he goes we're all a little gay. Yeah, <laughs> I guess Which they are. Which is gross because
4: yeah. I watch lesbian porn. Thank well, you. Straight up, and I'm this not even it. a lesbian. Right, right right up kind on of... that
5: one.
1: You're all
4: accepting another one. Yeah, and if people are hearing this and getting offended, look in your Bibles. All right, you cannot find anything against internet porn in that Bible. <laughs> Not one thing. It never That's mentions true. internet. It porn never
1: mentions internet. The internet doesn't matter. <laughs> it's almost internet like it wasn't important. Porn. So
3: just go ahead. <laughs> it's like it wasn't even important.
1: You know where the hell was Nostradamus with with the internet? By the way, mm-hmm. he could predict everything else, like when God was coming back in the end of the world. He had no idea the internet was going to. happen. No, he
3: did. There's there's a quatrain that talks about the that will once at one time will be all connected in the in a blink of a second or something like that, and they they discern that that means the internet connection. Well, you not like, AT&T like took credit for that. right
4: is if he just writes, like, a thousand predictions. Right. Yeah. You know, and then, like, a bunch of years later, we're like, oh, this one seems, this one seems like, really a metaphorically, like, kind of an accurate one. It's genius. It's, that's
3: pretty much genius. Yeah.
4: Horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah.
7: They're just close.
3: Hey, you just have to hit some of the big ones.
4: <laughs> Who drew, who's the painter that did the Mona Lisa? Leonardo da Vinci? Da Vinci, D- yeah. DiCaprio, I think. So Leonardo da Di Vinci, DiCaprio. he has, like, they, they found all these, like, journals of him and stuff, and they're like, dude, this guy might have invented a bunch of stuff that we see today oh yeah and then they did all their research and they're like no no no. turns out these are just drawings of drawings of drawings that were in old books he used to read like um the journals of like the monks before him mm-hmm. and suddenly so got him to, so he would just sketch because he's really good at drawing and stuff like that their descriptions of things and because and then then people found the drawings and they go he's a genius you're like no 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 these are just drawings of like something he read so they weren't even really his. They were like scaled-up toys, you know, like the one with the famous top on the thing. Yeah, a helicopter. helicopter. Right? It, no, it was a scaled-up toy that probably he found from, like, Europe. Like, some kid probably brought it from Europe. And even, you know,
3: what do you have against artists? Nothing. That's great. Artists. But artists he was just a really good scams. painter. Right. He
4: wasn't, like, an engineer or anything like people give him credit for.
3: One of the great scams of all time, it's the
1: true. art world. Good God. This painting's worth $104 million.
4: Yeah, some uh, of that stuff. Yeah, no way. No way. Especially modern art, I think, is the most confusing. Right, where it's like a big yellow circle, mm-hmm. and they just like put it in the middle of like Central Park, and you're like,
3: but that. And then it's the pretentiousness of the people around it that are talking to you about the depth of the quality of the, the right. canvas and the yeah. story that they're telling. Yeah. And you're like, God, how hard is it to work up this storyline? <laughs> because man, you're giving me a headache. It's ugly,
4: and, and it's not all of it. Like some of it's very like, whoa, what? Right. But then occasionally it's just like a you know, like a Jackson Pollock-looking knockoff or it was just like splattered paint against the wall. Like, you think
3: Lennon laughs about how uh, in heaven he's laughing about how people go crazy over his little stick figures that he drew?
1: Oh, I know. Right? They're and little was, stick figures, for God's he sake, He hated relax. the
3: pretentiousness of all of that nonsense, and now he's like, he was an amazing artist. It's yeah. <laughs> like the worst squiggly lines ever. <laughs> yeah, if it's going to be modern, it's got to be graffiti for me, definitely. That's it, graffiti.
4: Yeah, Some of that stuff's good, I guess. Well, and the pro, the bad thing about graffiti is like for all the good stuff, there's just so many bad ones running around trying to imitate it. Well what's the deal
3: with Banksy? Fact. What's the deal with him? He just a... paints like a stencil of something no, on a wall and no, he becomes no. this great you're, I don't I don't get You're it. off on
4: that. He, well, explain he's a to me. brilliant, brilliant artist and okay. he used to be sold in the actual um, shows like okay. art, art really shows, call it. Right? Little, not art shows, but like the actual play, like a museum where you would see. Okay. It. Right. But then he wanted to get his word out politically and about his art, so he would like make these stencils because it was against the law. But he makes the stencils, which are incredibly hard to make, and then he goes and spray paints a thing. And then people started going, "Oh, who's this guy?" Who's... But he'd been around for ages before that. But he's a he's a incredible. He risked his life to do some of the most beautiful art ever. This I'll hour show went by way too quickly. I know, man. I love you guys. It's already over. No, let's do look it again. Like we're doing rewind. Time. We'll start look from up, the look
1: beginning. Look up, look up, look up. We'll start from the beginning. That's Welcome what we'll to the do. Tom Bernard we get Show. Um, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Jeff Die at Rick House Comedy tonight, tomorrow night, two shows. Sunday night at seven o'clock as well. We'll be back, Tom Show. we Are just going with Boston, is that what we're going with?
3: Oh, it's uh, Brad Whitford's birthday. It is?
1: Yep, 66. Didn't know that. That works for me. That works for me. Vinny Favorito. I'm not going to say Favorito, sorry. You got to go with Favorito. I'm with you. It all works. Out I'm not going to go with Tom. I'm going to go with Tim. Tim. <laughs> Tim is good. Tim Bernard. I, well, actually, I was talking about that in the second hour. My daughter is going to have her second child coming up. She and her husband, and uh, their first child is a little girl. Uh, baby born in June is going to be a boy. And I don't care what they name the child. I'm going to call him Tom. I don't hey, care. Why not?
10: Doesn't why not? matter. You, you have, have a podcast. You can do that.
7: Yeah, why, exactly. <laughs> you actually <laughs> so,
10: control all the radio in this city. My God.
7: What, what I like that. What does uh, Fawn call you
3: now? Bop-bop. 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 That, bop. that wasn't
7: the name that they were going to try to teach her. But, well, you, Papa, you, you, Papa. Your granddaughter's name is
3: Fawn? Pa- what?
7: Fawn?
10: Fawn? Yeah, Fawn. Wow. What was your daughter, you like, hit the bong all the time? <laughs> yeah, I think so. What, <laughs> what a name is your Fawn. Hey, Although I, your name is what again? Limer? Linus. Yeah, Linus. 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 Yeah, Linus. Yeah, Linus. 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 What? Do you have a brother? Yeah. What's his name?
3: Charlie.
10: See Charlie. My, do you see my point? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a movie you might want to rent when you get on the Menendez Brothers story. <laughs> what a horrible name. Were you just mad that day? <laughs> what a horrible name. <laughs> it's, it's a brutal name. You would be dead in my neighborhood. That's a horrible Northern name. Oh, I'm kidding. It's a, it's a great name. You'll, you'll be the only one having it. There's no question about that. No, <laughs> He <laughs> rolls his eyes. I know. When you get him back in the van, you'll make him feel better. You'll explain <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh,
5: well,
1: oh you don't drive oh, a van? I apologize. No, <laughs> <laughs> my daughter, I told her because, you know, she's a millennial. She's th- Well, she just turned 29. Wow. Uh, so she's a millennial, and I said, I swear to God, I know you're going to name your your baby something different. It's got to stand out. I know it can't be, you know, like, you know, Betty or anything like, can't be that. Right. You can't do any of that stuff. Especially if it's a boy. But I'm, Especially if it's a boy. Well, yeah. Betty the boy. Stand out. <laughs> Betty would have been better for you than mine. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a choice, I would have went with Betty. <laughs> Betty. Betty Linus. Um, but I said, I swear to God, if and I said this on the morning show. If you name your child something like Seafoam or something, I will kidnap her and you'll never see her again. <laughs> that's well, crazy. that's what they, these names now. We get these kids. honest to God, I, there are some people that go, "Oh, this is my, this is my baby." It's. The, why would you name your kid? Well, they got to stand out. Apparently, standing out is a very big deal now.
2: Yeah,
10: like Fawn. I mean, it's a beautiful name, mm-hmm. but not a name you would hear where I grew up. You'd never be like, hey, Vito, Frankie, Fawn.
5: <laughs> you know what, what I mean? It
10: wouldn't happen. Nah, Boston is not going to fit in. No, no. So yeah, wouldn't. but some people do come up with these, like, Montana-type names. Yes. You know what I mean? And I, I can't stand people named Dallas. Or uh, you know, uh, is Mercedes. You know the car you could never have. So you just named your kid Mercedes. All right. yeah, I just I, I, I hate any kind of name like that. There's there's normal names. Uh, this has nothing to do with you. one <laughs> Linus. You have a therapist, right?
1: I'm you glad nothing. you came in, Linus. <laughs> Very happy that he showed up today. Say hi to Charlie, your brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the. the a birth by fire—that's yeah. what this is.
10: Plus, you're a redhead. Nothing went good for you when you. <laughs> <laughs> you were dealt the worst hand ever. Well, he's got red hair. Let's really screw his life up. Linus, that'll work. <laughs> you know, my wife's a redhead. Tell you. Yeah, but her name's not Linus. That's no, my name. Not Linus. Her name is Catherine. I and mean, this kid's—this kid's ready to jump.
1: <laughs> and he's on Snapchat. We just found out he's on
10: Snapchat. Yeah, life. but under a different name, right? No,
5: really!
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow! He's sticking Good for with you, kids. Stick way. to your guns. Someday this will all be yours. <laughs> well, Linus was a character, of course, from Saint Paul, Minnesota. Charles Schultz invented peanuts. Yeah, me and my friends were just talking about that the other day. This guy Linus from Minnesota. Are you Linus. Kidding me?
5: <laughs> no. How deep about are you looking in the
9: Charlie
10: Brown thing? It's fictional. Hey, okay. <laughs> you know it's a it's a big thing around here.
1: It is absolutely. Yeah, I'll
10: tell you what's a big thing around here. Just Miracle was in my hotel room while while I was waiting to get. Picked up which your coach was from Minnesota, from here, right? Yeah, I, what a great movie! You can yeah. watch that over and over. It's so uplifting when, like, your life's down. And yeah, maybe I'll get you the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, if you like Herbie <laughs> Brooks stories, man. <laughs> he's, he's great. I, I, I just I could watch that movie over and over. It's, what a great movie. Yeah, Herbie Kurt was Russell a good did a good job actually.
1: in that. Kurt Russell was phenomenal. He was mm-hmm. really great. But Herbie was a good friend. He was a really good oh, guy. Oh, were
10: you really friends with yeah, him? Yeah, I was friends
1: wow. with Wow. I have the picture signed by the whole team, including him. Do
10: yeah. you? There you go. I heard someone's stick just went for $290,000. I wouldn't doubt that. <sighs>
7: yeah. Their there crazy. is off the chart.
10: I, I see Ruzioni once in a blue moon around Boston. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you a story about Herbie. This is a true story. Uh nineteen eighties the year we're talking of Miracle on Ice. Well Herbie was uh, initially on the nineteen sixty Olympic hockey team, which eventually went on and won the gold, nineteen sixty. Right. So Herbie was the last guy cut from that team. True story. The last guy cut from that team. He's sitting on the couch with his dad over in St. Paul watching the United States play for the uh, for the gold. Can't remember who they played in 1960. How would I know anyway? But they were playing for the gold. Uh, the United States wins the gold, and his own father turns to Herbie and goes, "Well, guess they cut the right guy." Wow.
2: wow. <laughs> Holy yeah. Cool. Wow. wow. That's a little harsh.
1: Yeah. Why don't you
10: just name him Linus? <laughs> 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 oh, he's, oh, he's not giving it up, <laughs> I, he's not gonna I give am so teasing. <laughs> is he coming to the show tonight?
3: Never again. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Never, <laughs> Never going to leave the house. <laughs>
5: oh, dad, oh screw
3: God. you and your job. <laughs> hey, dad, thanks for bringing me into this. When he, he's when when disaster, he goes and man. writes the paper for school, what my dad does for a living, it's. No, you're a good, not going to bode you're well. A, you're a good
10: kid. I just got released. Don't mind me.
1: I just... <laughs> <laughs> just got released from the. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I understand that. No, so that's good. So you're, are you a hockey fan in general?
10: I'm huge. I'm a huge Bruins fan. Everything yeah. Boston, but I, yeah. but the overall sport. Mike, we were talking about this morning. I uh my two favorite sports would be football and hockey. I mean football and hockey. Yeah, I used to do I I do a lot of stuff for the NHL. Actually, a buddy of mine Zenon Konopka, played for Minnesota for what was it? A tough guy, you know, and uh but I mean I know a lot of the players. A lot of them come see me in Vegas and then I meet new ones because they'll call and say, "Hey, I got some friends coming into Vegas cuz everyone goes to Vegas." Right, right?" And then the um when the Vegas Knights happen, uh Gavin Maloof who's there You know, the family's 10% ownership, but still it's huge. Right, And then Clayton Stoner, who played for Anaheim, he's a real close friend of mine. He was one of the first ones they drafted to the Knights. Mm. And then look how great they play. I mean, they really, really... unbelievable stuff. Tell you
1: what, they got a hockey team, they're getting a football team in a couple of years, that's going to be unbelievable.
10: Yeah, it's funny, the Raiders, because my, my, my buddy says to me, he goes, you know, housing, housing is really going to be, uh, go up once oh, the Raiders yeah. come in. I'm oh, like, yeah. I don't think gangbangers can afford a house. No, right? <laughs> it's so true. I mean, the Raiders, the good Raiders. for them, but they bring the junk. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't think any wealth's going to come to Vegas because there's, you uh, know, the the, the Raiders
1: fans are coming, you know? How'd you like to be the QB on that club, though, man? You go from California, one of the highest, I think it is the highest state tax state in the United States. To none. To none. To none. That's one
10: thing I regret about (laughs) leaving. Whoa. I I regret about leaving is they had no taxes, you know, now I'm back in Boston. I mean, if I paid them, it would bum me out, but I don't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you know, then you don't care that much. There's nothing.
7: Vinny, Tom's face is on a goalie mask.
10: Tom. Me. Oh, I thought you were taking a shot at Brady. I was ready to no. jump over the table. No, I want to talk about that. Yeah, I, I, I you know, know
7: you reli- that, That's religion. I'm talk- no, well, my
1: uh, my um, my buddy there, JB, decided he put he'd paint my face on his goalie mask. He plays goalie on a hockey team. Oh, because you're not known for skating. So I'd be the goalie.
10: Goalies <laughs> 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 <100%. laughs> well, well, have well, to be pod, the kid.
7: best athletes on the team.
10: Yeah, to run between those two pipes. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> wow. I got to ask you,
1: Benny. Sure. I'm in the radio business, I've been in the radio business for 40 years. I'm
10: sorry. Are you going to be at the show tonight? Oh, tomorrow night? Me? Because from what I hear, I need one. <laughs> 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 I'm, te- oh, no. I'm teasing. No, no.
7: no, I tell Jerry to make sure I'm in the back of the room. Jerry, See, that's because
10: your president's gone and things are back the way they used to be. <laughs> to Linus, I think you're officially off the hook. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Linus is off the hook now. JB's taking a beating. <laughs> so
1: go ahead. Um, wow, that was back in the day too. Go ahead. Tom. Yeah, I shouldn't have said beating. Yeah, Beanie. No, no, not a good choice of words.
10: <laughs> I think it's a good time to run roots. You want to play it? <laughs> you
1: got the music from that. Um, <laughs> oh, that Tom, was so wrong. Tom, it was. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Class guy, from what I understand. Everybody I talk to, I've never talked to him personally. His Actually, his mother and my mother were born in the same small town in northern Minnesota, wow. Browerville, Minnesota.
10: He has cousins
1: here. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah, absolutely. There, Browerville is a town of, I think when his mother and my mother were born, there was like 200 people in the entire town. And then my name is Tom Bernard, his Tom Brady, so he stole Tommy B from me. So I'm getting a little sick of him. Well, no. he definitely didn't steal your physique. <laughs> no, he did not. He's not that strong. You and I, boy, I yeah. love you. Yeah, but you know it's what? Jv, I hate. God, <laughs> I hate J-B- God. No. they're
10: always healthy. Explain
1: to me what the hell? Because Tom Brady seems to be a like a class guy all the way, like a good guy, not fake.
10: No, I. I you know, I don't know him personally. I've met his father. I don't okay. know him personally, but I got to tell you something. We we all love him obviously, and right. so many people hate him and the Patriots. And, I don't know why. Oh, you
1: because know, we're winners.
10: Yeah, well, that's I like. That's winners. why everybody
1: loves Minnesota. <laughs> I like him because he never wins.
2: Exactly. Um, well, I
1: love. I see. I love winners. But, I like Tom Brady because
10: he wins. But will you guys or seriously? I ask you seriously, because of the 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 crap the Eagles fans especially did to your yeah, fans. Right. Yeah, Were you all Patriots fans that weekend?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Oh, not Linus. Linus is an Eagles fan. Not Linus. Yeah,
10: yeah. A lot of of, uh, restaurants, they said, wouldn't accept them and this and that. And good for them. Even a Patriots kid was on Facebook. They threw a bottle at him and they had no, you know, someone's. Real class echoes, no bottles. <laughs> right, hit them with everything else, but no bottles. No bottles. Yeah, that's... it's just horrible. And then they win and they destroy their own city. You know, it's yeah. like I know. Well, I don't. I'll never get the logic of, of that. Well, you know,
3: and then either. the anger. When I was out in Vegas watching the Super Bowl, as we're oh, walking were you there by, this for yeah, the Super Bowl that we go every year, and there was these guys all regaled out in Eagles garb, and I walk up to him and I go, so uh, you know, are, are they going to burn the the city down tonight? And he goes, well, hopefully only for the good reasons. Yeah. And you know, I thought it was funny, so I t- I put it into deal, and all of a sudden, every person that's ever even driven past Philadelphia is all over my butt. And you're a jerk, and oh we're not God, all like that. And, and oh I God. said it was your own people. It was the it was an Eagles fan from Philly that said. Yeah, but I hope they burn it down for the right reasons tonight. Yeah. Well, it's not indicative of everybody from Philadelphia, and I'm like, obviously not. Well, then why do they need up. a
1: jail in the
10: yeah. stadium? Well, that, that story me. was worth the wait. Anyhow. <laughs> 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 so,
1: Just, here's the problem. dad I is riveting. <laughs> WEEI in gets Boston. rid of two guys. Yeah. Why would you go on the air and say that Tom Brady's five-year-old daughter Horrible. is an annoying little pissant? Horrible. Why would you
10: say that? And then you get suspended. Okay. Yeah. And then the next one who impersonated that, was that big mistake, fired on the spot. I mean, people just go too far. And I'm i am a shock comic, they call me, or whatever, edgy I mess with the mean? crowd, but I know that I was still talking. But <laughs> I know, I know the line to cross and and how to walk the line. Right, and that's the problem. People go just like you think in Vegas. People get so. Uh, that's why the world. I'm politically incorrect, and you dealt with political correctness. Well, it's not all about all the Philly people. You know what? For the most part, it is. It is. I don't want to hear you. I saw. Th- not three, not ten. I saw hundreds of people in the streets, right. and they're idiots standing on a. Soft canopy. Why they didn't think that would right. hold up is beyond me. <laughs> bizarre. Of course yeah. it is. They're greasing poles, which in some institutions, that's a good thing, Linus. But they're <laughs> greasing <laughs> poles so people won't climb them. I mean, it, it's just nuts. I'm just tired of people appreciate the sport. You know, I and it's still on my Facebook. As soon as Philadelphia won, I said, congratulations, you deserve to win, blah, blah, blah. Nothing harsh, nothing bad. All oh, the – I didn't – they, they were the better team. They played a great Falls right. amazed me.
5: Mm-hmm. Two oh, games Nick in Ball a row,
10: two games in a row, the guy was— and then the the icing on the cake for them for me was when Brady just missed the pass, yep. which would have been a time and they go and do the same play and yeah. pull it off. Yeah. And I was like, there you go. That that right there tells you we're done. We're okay. done. They're going to win. You
1: worked in Vegas a ton. I worked there from—I had my own show from 03 right. to this year. So explain to me. Have you ever seen Vegas miss a line three straight games?
10: No. That scares it's, me. That, that's pretty scary. That that scares that's really. Me. Scary. I'm sorry but they Vegas doesn't miss three lines especially in a row, especially when you go the other way on the money line, you know hey. what I mean? I mean that's that's a big that's a big hitter for you. But you know what? They have the guys who set the lines, the wise guy money comes in and that's what controls right. it. They right. don't they're not trying to beat you and you right. at the same time. Right. You know how it works. Try so to beat line, Make it even. Oh, leave
1: the kid alone. He's been doing <laughs> 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 Leave Linus alone. No. You know, we'll be right kid back. Kid. I was
8: teased. Tom Bernard Show.
1: Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael.
8: Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you.
1: One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank.
8: Why is that important? Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, we move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state, we're making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday. Now well, that sounds
1: like a great way to do business.
8: All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty.
1: Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We're trying to get Vinny to talk. He just won't open up. I know. very difficult. Well, try doing the morning show with Bob till you left. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) My God, to get a word in. Horrible. Sandy. Sandy just lost his mother. Did he tell you about his mother's last text to him? No. I wow. would have been a little morbid for oh, the No, mortgage. no, no. It, it's well worth it. <laughs> really? It's so Italian. It's so nice. His mother was this little tiny Italian woman yeah. who died at 92 and a half years old. Wow. She just died last week. And he gets back home, and he's, you know, Bob was very close to his mother. Yeah. So he gets back home. She's in uh, Forkhead River, New Jersey. That's where he grew up. Right. So he's going through his phone seeing, you know, what he missed. And he, he runs across a text from his mother. The last text. So oh, excuse me. Call an ambulance? It was not a text. It was... <laughs> that one, yeah.
5: Call ambulance. I'm She don't fit
1: the other
3: thing. Wow. There's a special room in hell for that. <laughs> yeah,
1: wow. I missed I miss that text. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't a text. It was a voicemail. Oh, that that's from worse. his mother. So he listens to the voicemail because he hadn't heard it. He listens to the very last... This is such an Italian thing. It's wonderful. So he, he listens and goes, Hello, Bob. Bob, are you there? Hey, Bob. Bob, answer me. Uh, Buffungul. She <laughs> <laughs> hangs out. That's hysterical. Wow. Uh, Buffungul.
5: That's, That's
1: hilarious. She's about this tall. Wow. And it's tougher than hell. Bob said he He's had an uncle. He's a good guy. Oh, Bob's a great guy. A really nice guy. Bob said he had an uncle. In New Jersey, that had a candy store, but it may have been a, a gambling parlor because his candy store had like one candy bar, <laughs> and that was about it. Yeah, we we have we have the
10: finest restaurants in East Boston and the North End that just never open. It's, it's amazing.
1: How how finest does that ever happen? It's hysterical. I just love. Maybe you could explain to me. Nobody could explain to me how it is that the Italians on the North End let Whitey Bulger in there.
10: Well, I got to tell you, my my personal cousin t- did sixteen years. He's out. Uh, Vincent Ferrara, and oh, you can yeah. look it up. Yep, yep. Actually, if you saw Black Mass, you hear him talk yep. about. It. I, I was in the movie with my other cousin, and they they did the scene. He says, "I just saw so and so so and so and Vincent the Animal Ferrara," which you don't call him that, but that's what they right. Yeah. And I called him right from the movies. I go, Vinny, they, they they just mentioned you in the movie. He goes, I know, it's not a good thing.
5: He goes, <laughs>
10: know, he goes I'm, I'm calling thing. Oscar to see if I can sue them. Because Oscar was his attorney years ago. Right. And it was Chesnoff, who was Oscar Goodman's partner, who continued to be a lawyer. And he's the one who found out prosecutors withheld stuff. When Vinny went for trial. Yeah. They released him that day. The judge said he would have never taken the deal he took if he, you know this was known. All right. So he's out now. And uh, he just got married. He's in Hollywood, Florida. I, j- I just texted him with him this oh, morning. he's in Hollywood, Florida? Yeah, he got married and he's uh he's in Florida and you know what? Uh he, he'll talk about things when, you know, you're just sitting there talking, but he never liked him, never you know trusted him,
1: but right. it was business. Yeah, it was business. It was, that was business. It. That's the bottom line. I just talked to Kevin Weeks about a year ago. Kevin? Yeah, yeah sure. I don't know if you know Kevin or not. I, but...
10: I do know Kevin. I met Mighty, Whitey twice. I don't know if you know who Kevin Chapman is. Big actor. He's out yeah, of Boston. I know who he is, yeah. We grew up together. Good good, good buddy. And I tell a story, actually, in Boston on stage. It's a true story. We were at the tent, outside club in uh Boston once, and um, this is years and years ago, I was just coming up in comedy, and he says, can you take a ride to South Boston with me? And I go, you know, I'm Italian, Southeast the Irish. Yeah, Irish I go, I why know. would I want to go to South Boston? <laughs> you you would never want to go. So, uh, <laughs> no, 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 it's not, not, not a joke. Oh, I no, you would not want to go. Back in the day, Sarah the Southies, man. but anyhow... I, I said, well, why? He goes, I gotta go see Whitey. I go, Whitey, like in Whitey Bulger? And he goes, yeah, I go, why? He goes, well, I borrowed a thousand dollars and I haven't you know paid the big or anything and I gotta go, Ooh. and I go, I'm your muscle? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I okay, went in the you. back and I met Weeksy before, but they sat down five minutes. He got up, he goes, all right, we're all set. And I go, okay. And then just as that, Weeksy gets up, He comes over, hey Vinny, because I met him through Kevin before, and then Whitey came and he introduced us. They never called him Whitey, though. He introduced us. The guy's eyes were the scariest thing you ever looked at in your life. I met him twice, and twice I never wanted to meet him again. I mean, scary
1: dude. Yeah. Scary dude. So Kevin uh, got out of prison and he wrote a book. Yeah. So he wanted a book tour. And I had met Kevin years and years ago, actually in New York. I was in New York doing voiceover, and he was in, and I was at a party. And so I hadn't seen him in, God, that's probably 30 years. Yeah. Probably, maybe not that long. But so he's on the phone. I said, you know, Kevin, I got to tell you, um, you and I have met before. And there's a long pause, and he goes, you owe me money? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Ah, no. Wow. Kevin Weeks' line has killed, I believe, 28 people. Kevin, Allegedly? I'm sorry? Kevin Weeks killed like 28 people for Whitey Bulger. Kevin Kevin Weeks killed nobody.
10: Oh, that's not what Kevin says. That's that's what Kevin does say. He he was after the fact, and he was there, but right. he never actually killed anybody. And Kevin Weeks isn't a rat. He's a tattletale, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, are you kidding me? You know? Hey, listen. The, the guy, he's still around, but he's, now he's making his living doing these you know books He'll and tours books and that, speaking. Yeah. But he's still around Boston because he's still a tough guy. No one's going to go up to him and, you know, give him crap. This guy was one of the best guys with his hands. That's what I understand, yeah. And during busing, I don't know if you know this story about Kevin, he was a monitor in the hallways at South Boston High School, okay? And when the fights would break out in the hallway, it was his friends that were in school. He would join in with his friends fighting the minorities. (laughs) And he's a school monitor who's <laughs> supposed to break it up. But that's in his blood. He's a Southie kid. Southie yeah. kids in, Dor- in, in Charlestown, kids, the Irish, were the toughest kids ever.
1: Charlestown tougher than Salty. I still don't understand why it is though. Whether you're a Salty, or a townie, you're Irish, but you're the wrong kind of Irish.
10: Exactly. It's <laughs> 100%. Weird. Well, Charlestown was the was the bank robber capital of the world and and that they grew right. and if it's it, just like the town, it's not a joke. I mean, the right. town they they made the movie more current for the the audience of the public, but it, that right. story's really about back in the day when you know the sons became the bank robbers after the fathers went to jail and stuff right. like that but you know patney who's still around south boston he, he said i should you know, he says it on tv whatever i should have killed whitey back then they couldn't kill each yeah. other they tried and tried yeah. and they couldn't do it um and instead they make a pack you know we're, we're, let's go into business together but the guy was a snake and until his grave screw him i spit on him oh i was never a rat he doesn't care any he just doesn't want that tag he was a rat working with the fbi
1: but and he everybody did work knows with he the FBI. of course he did he absolutely he did. He did
10: but you know south boston there was a time if you were from southie you would never Want to tell people you were from Salty and right. were that proud kid, teenager, because yeah. it was embarrassing. Now try to get a piece of real estate in South Boston. Really? Oh, all, all See, the, I did not know oh that. Oh my God! Everybody wants to that. live in Salty. Really? Be- beautiful restaurants are open, and just like the North End, the North End, Little Italy. You grew up there. You all your life you wanted to get out. It was a ghetto. You wanted to get out. Heroin was rampant there. Right. You just wanted to get out. Now. You can't touch a
1: piece of real estate
10: there. It's it's, it's just so it's crazy. The s-
1: safest neighborhood in America now.
10: Well, back in the day, it certainly was. Mm-hmm. The Italians are still there. I mean, you right. can still walk the side streets. I mean, when I, whenever I came home, I stayed there on Hanover Street, my buddy Frankie's place. But you go in the back streets where you know everybody, mm-hmm. and there's those two guys standing on the stoop. Whether you wanted bed sheets to uh, <laughs> to, to tires for a car, you went up to them, and they're still there. Hey, listen, I need this. Uh, and they send you three doors down, and it's there waiting for you. That's that's just how it is. It's still there. The social clubs is really? are still there. That's but amazing. the mob is gone for the most part. And the guys getting out now don't want any part of it. No, These young Turks see. are crazy. They got no respect. They, they ditch the animals, and everybody's around. As soon as they get threatened with jail time... And big brothers everywhere, so nobody wants any part right. of it. It's all fictional now. But the North End back in the day was the only neighborhood old ladies could s- literally sit on their front steps yeah, in a absolutely. chair, three in the morning, safe as could be. Yeah. I said it was a you safest didn't have the neighborhood nerve in America, to go down there, which is how it- should be. Yeah. That's I mean, how it should be. Boston was a great city. We were called a racist city, <laughs> which is true. It was very racist, but on both ends, on all ends.
1: Yeah, on all ends, yeah. It was
10: just, that was the mentality. Roxbury. Right through sports, too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The Celtics were all white. Oh, yeah. How about Parrish? Did anybody ring a bell? Around I Harris? loved yeah. Robert Parrish. I'll
1: tell you something about that team. Well, Kevin McHale was on that team. Yeah. That's a Minnesota boy. Yeah, I mean, yes. I, I was a huge Celtics fan, all because we didn't have a team here. You know, yeah, well, we still don't have a team here. We team <laughs> over over. But yeah, uh, growing up, I was a Celtics fan. Well, that, the Lakers were here, but I think I was like two when they went to L.A. Yeah, so I grew up a Celtics man. You know, so I've always loved the Celtics. I love the stories about got <laughs> You know the name Cancer Mouth Brown? Cancer Mouth know. Cancer Mouth Brown's a guy sat in center field. Uh, every Boston Red Sox game and said horrible things. Oh, really?
10: I, I, I don't oh, even know that story.
1: Look no. it up. Uh, just to hop on the internet. His name was Harvey Cancer Mouth Brown. He used to say things to people that were just unbelievable, really? but they never threw him out because everybody goes, I'll leave him alone. Yeah, yeah, They'd yeah. They come to get him and go, I just leave him alone, leave him alone. He's That's fine. He, Jim Rice. Uh, Jim Rice is playing for the Boston Red Sox, but he's black, yeah, right? So. Uh, we loved him, though. Oh, God, yeah. We loved him. The guy snapped a bat over his knee one time, and I'll try doing that sometime. And the bat was not broken either. He snapped the bat over his knee. Don't even try, because you can't do it.
3: Yeah, when Uncle Tommy says try that sometime, he didn't really mean <laughs> to
10: try that <laughs> on oh stuff. That's my a God. bad idea. Yeah, and you grew up
1: it. with an uncle named
10: Tommy? Oh, my God. If you want to talk to me after the podcast, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Vinny's good, Tommy's Johnny? Not so good. You're a Celtics fan. Did you ever go to a game in Boston and listen to one on the radio? Johnny Most. Yeah, you know Johnny, Johnny Most? Absolutely. He was the best. Yes. Johnny Most would call a game, yes. and he was so Celtics, and he smoked right in the booth like a hundred cigarettes during a game. And he had this voice, <laughs> and he goes, "Now Kurt Rambis is pulling a knife out of his jaws. He's pulling a knife. He just go crazy, you know." Whenever the Lakers played, we were kids. We grew up on Johnny Most. He was the. Best. We would watch the game, shut lower the sound, but put Johnny Most on to listen. My father would always do that.
1: He would talk. Johnny Most would talk, and it's a true story. About the old, uh, what's it called, parquet flooring? Parquet, yeah. Yeah. He, he would know, and he would talk about on the air, about what area they were in and if the floor was live or dead. <laughs> yeah, the, the mean, bounce of the ball.
10: Yeah, it was weird because
1: sure. he would know exactly, oh, he's, he's going to run in some trouble here because the ball is not as active. He's like, the guy was a classic. He, he was he unbelievable. Was like what Harry Carey was <laughs> yeah, to Chicago. that's Chicago, right,
10: Chicago was no, Harry Carey. Same yeah. thing. He was a god. He yeah, was a was god. He was unreal. But when the Celtics and the Bruins played in the old Boston Garden, which we used to scalp the tickets when Mm -hmm. we kids grew up in the old Boston Garden, when they people would clap, the paint chips would fall off the ceiling at the Boston Garden. It's true. Then I go to you go to an excitement. Then you go to a game in Canada. You know, and it's a, it's like literally the finals of the uh, of the Stanley Cup. They score a goal. Oh,
5: oh, God. <laughs> like a golf and match. Like,
10: and you're looking around going, what, what, what are you doing? Are you kidding me? I, aren't I you mean, happy? It's, it's amazing. That's why even in comedy, I'll, they're a little quiet at first. I go, What are you all Canadians? You know, because they,
1: like, they, they wait till the end of the show and go, That was awesome. And you're like, Really? <laughs> Thanks for all the cheering. Thanks for spending all the time cheering. Mm. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, one thing, one of the reasons I love doing the show, and I've been I've been in radio for forty eight years now. Like I said, doing that morning show for thirty two years, all different people from all all different areas of the country talking about you know where they grew up, how they grew. Up, I love that stuff.
5: Yeah, I do too. I, do. I
1: absolutely love hearing about all the old neighborhoods, knowing a lot of people. You know. See, I I am a huge fan of pretty much every place I've ever been, except I'm not a big L.A. fan. I don't like Los
10: Angeles. Yeah, I lived there for five years. I lived in Santa Monica, which was nice. Well, that's got to be nice. But L.A. is still L.A. You know, a lot of pretentious, phony people. But this is another reason why I was so happy to go home, because all the time I lived in the West Coast, I couldn't tell you... In the different places I live I couldn't tell you four neighbors we, yeah, Nobody exactly, knew who yeah, anybody exactly. was But you go home Even from back in the day and, and your neighbors are there And they remember you And it's like Like every night We have people coming over the house For coffee mm-hmm. right. And you know They just don't know What it's like out there You know it's not So like this is what yet. I want my kids To grow up around You know it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I say I get to do things I am so excited about this club We're doing a show tonight At 8.30 Tomorrow right. at 8.30 It's a great room But great I've heard room. nothing But great things About the place And uh, this couple. Apple, the Cartwrights, mm-hmm. they were fans of mine in Vegas. Been seeing me for years, and then uh, Jerry Jerry's came the with guy. them, and he yep. saw me. But I was always under contract. They never approached me, and this the timing of it. And here I am. I'm really excited
1: to be at this. I think it is be terrific. Because awesome. honestly, God, I saw your name. And I thought I don't think I've ever met him. No, nope. which is really weird after all those years. I mean. Four and a half decades, almost five decades. And you mentioned how many years you're in
10: radio because the guy who's up
1: for your job is like,
10: "No, oh, 48 years. When's it going to end?" Um,
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any day you now. Enough enough, <laughs> yeah, you know? enough? enough? Yeah. When's enough? Enough?
1: It's not that good in the first place. But, so, you know, it's got to go away one of these uh, days. I think that's why Linus is here. He was going to do the Linus in the morning. What well, JB doesn't realize is this will never be his show.
7: <laughs> um, <laughs> just, no, I, I. was told
10: that. No, 20 I'm, just, years- I'm, I'm just talking to you. You know why I break. In your balls is because the whole time you got yourself a little drink, but nothing for me, anything. That's true. I was true. there when you buy the fridge. Back in the day, you had to get it
1: for us. We'll
5: be right back, Tom.
1: <laughs> Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre.
5: Love that dirty water
1: oh, yeah. Vinny Favorito in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. He is at uh, New Hope Cinema Grill tonight, tomorrow night, 8.30, both nights. As a matter of fact, were you born in Chicago in, uh, Boston? I was
10: born in the city Boston, yes. Jamaica Plain. I'm a paddy wagon baby, actually. A paddy That's a true wagon. story. Yep. My mom uh, it was time, and uh, they couldn't get an ambulance. There was a big traffic thing over one of the bridges, and they sent a uh, paddy wagon. And I was born in a paddy wagon. Honestly, that's God. a true story, paddy wagon baby. <laughs> a paddy wagon. Is that scary. <laughs> You've been in one, haven't you, JB? <laughs> <laughs> I um. <laughs> I love this oh, guy. Only as a guest. <laughs> yes, that's my point. Well was the last <laughs> time they took that picture, Tom? thats I, I just realized that's you. It is me. Wow. You have aged.
1: Oh, there's no question. <laughs> I'm not well. I'm not well. That's I'm the other teasing, part of it. I'm teasing. No, that was actually that picture is only about three years old. Now, what would be? I got a question for you.
10: What is Minnesota known for? You know, places are known for food most of the time. Uh What do you know? Is it pierogies or something? Is that what you guys are known for? There's a little bit. uh, Is is Minnesota? What should I have? What should I have while I'm here? Would be my
6: question. What's that? Hot dish, casserole, walleye. uh, That's my son Andy? That's his son Andy? Nothing else great. Um,
10: There's someone talking that's not here?
6: Yeah, Ray. Andy. Oh. That's my yes, son. What is Florida this morning. Running your blood with you guys?
5: This
10: you, I was my wife run. and
1: daughter on the show usually too, but my daughter is taking care of her baby. First
10: ten minutes I was going like this, looking at the end of the table, going, Where is this guy? <laughs> Where'd he go? So what's a wally? What what is that? Walleye. What Walleye? is that? It's
6: Just fish. some gross fish. fish? No, yeah. I don't want that. What else? Oh, yeah, What's bad. the other
1: thing? Hot. Actually, hot dish. Actually, the Italian food in this town is really good. Is it? Didn't used to be, but it is now. A
10: hot
7: dish. What is hot dish? That's where the poorer people would just kind of throw everything together and bake it.
10: This is why they let you answer the question?
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> poor people
7: <laughs> um, just, well I am from that's St. called potluck I am from St. Louis so. are you really yeah I was just I was just.
10: it was just there I, I love St. Louis go. my buddy owns the golf course out there that's hot dish oh wow and they just mix all that together <clears throat> wouldn't that become shepherd's pie
1: yeah it's kind of like it's right? kind of like shepherd's pie yeah. in a way but you know tater tot shepherd's pie so uh. you know it's not that great so it's your son bad. is on right now on the show yes
10: okay and so i'll meet him when i go to the next show
1: is that how it works? No, you meet him when you go to the improv in west palm beach west palm beach improv wow. yeah there you yeah. go there you go that's a good you ever play now that room?
10: hartman just took them all over right
1: i think so yeah um
10: robert hartman bought the improv brand
1: i think that's right yeah his company yeah, the, the improv in, uh, in West Palm, he really, he really dooted it up. It's really nice.
10: West Palm wasn't there when I did it. I worked West Palm, but it wasn't an improv. I used to do all the improvs when I worked the road before Vegas when right, I lived in L.A. Right, Uh Improvs and Funny Bones, because they had combined right. for a while, too. But West Palm, when I did it, was Uncle Funnies. Uncle Funnies, Uncle yeah, Uncle right. Funnies, yep. yeah. Yeah, West yeah. Palm was great. I used to do Coconut Grove Improv and all those. Yeah. They'd bring me there a lot because of all the drug dealers, and they'd be on their phones and all stirring the phone. So I would take command and just mess with them big time, which is wonderful. And they they didn't do it, you know, so they were cool. Are too, are people too afraid to work the room now? A lot of comics are, but yeah. I'm not. That's well, what, that's, it's what that's that's how I got here, and 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 that's mean here like to minnesota that would have been a punishment no that's i stuck to my guns all the way and i will not change i'm a politically incorrect show but if you go to my show you understand and i have the most repeat business in vegas because when i was in vegas is because every show is different every night mm-hmm. i don't i don't say things to hurt you uh personally i get right. into your life but as far as the stereotypes including myself i mess with everybody and, which I love yeah, But there's disclaimers everywhere Before you get in When you buy the ticket I'm the only show They tip to sit in the back Which doesn't matter Because <laughs> I'm still going to get you <laughs> And then Even the guy out here The Cartwrights He's, he's seen me over 12 yeah. times And he goes He's ne- he's never capped on me And Sarah replaced the S word with capped Very professional yes. on the radio yes. So yes. Uh, He goes you never capped on me and, and some people are bummed Because they want to be messed with And I won't mess with them But see Here's the problem, and this is the truth. I'm not being corny. You, in the beginning of my show. If you never see me, you might go, "Oh my God, this is going to be." He's like racist or he's sexist, and then you go, "Wait a God. minute, he's messing with everybody." This is what he does. I am tired of someone sitting in these rooms, and there's that one person. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on the internet and slam you. Please do. Please do. This is this <laughs> exactly. is how I sell tickets. Slam me for what? You know, you get all these disclaimers. Then I tell you I'm going to do this before I do it. Right, and it bothers you. But uh, you know, it's it, it becomes like a just a family show, and it's like I'm messing with everyone. And and then they they realize, well, you're not you're not what we heard you were. You're a little different. You know. I mean, I don't I don't say things. I say things edgy. But I don't say you're a fat guy, you're a ball guy, you're this. Right, I don't right. talk about uh, cancer, AIDS, rape, stuff like that. Things yeah. that split around religion, politics. I don't talk about any of that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I go. It's about life, and it's about how how this world, this country's going nuts. You know what I mean? It's just going I'm nuts. Telling you, asked, and yeah, that's the... how I open my show. And if you come to my show, you'll hear what I have to say. And it's like. I don't care. I do not care. I say the stuff that you guys whisper in your cars, the same people that bitch when they're you know, in the room or right. they get cut off by an Asian. What, what do they say? Oh, that's Oriental. No, <laughs> you know, they don't do that. You know what I mean? So I'm tired of this, this fake right. thing no, and know. people create groups and protests. I call them bumper sticker people is what
1: I call them. If you got a bumper sticker on your car, I don't even want to know you. I'm telling you what, in the state of Minnesota, there are people that have bumper stickers. I'm thirty 30 of them. Good. It's unbelievable. Come to the show and, and, and let me let me yeah. see if I can win you over. And if not, hey, we gave it a shot. You know what's amazing about that? And, and JB, I assume it was like that in St. Louis. That's what we did growing right. up in North Minneapolis over here. That's what we did is one after each other. And we all loved each other sure. and spent all our time together, but we were never nice to one another. Oh, like, oh, that's a very attractive jacket you've got there. Yeah,
10: We didn't do that. I went to, I went to high school when busing started, okay? And we're, they're getting ready to do our 40th class reunion. So th- these two people on Facebook who, like, got into it, so he, she said he said something right, racial. Right. And I said, listen, he wrote this whole thing, and I go, there isn't one of us, okay, back in the day when you were with your friends in your neighborhood, didn't use the N-word, or the this word or that word. So you're all phony. Stop, stop this crap right. and move on. But that's the problem. People today are just ready to look for trouble. St. Louis is probably the worst I've seen. I just mm-hmm. went there to do the 911 for the cops. They have an app for schools. Right. Yep. Yep. And I do shows there. And people from St. Louis were coming to the Champ... Uh, it's called um, Champagne, I think, Illinois. Yeah. It's right over the bridge. Yep. Right. All white, okay? But people from St. Louis are coming over because that's how scary St. Louis is getting right now. This has not ended in St. Louis. It's no, still going no, on. it's still
7: going It's still going on, yeah. and it's
10: ridiculous. And that's the stand... That this that these people have to take because the cops are in a, in a have done wrong some of the cops, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, look, the whole country is nothing's right right now. Do you think it's maybe because we're taking everything
7: away? Well, I think so. Yeah. What you're talking about, uh, we would make fun of each other and whatnot. Right. It made st- us uh, tougher in some ways. Sure. And now it's called it's. Thrown under the bullying tag. Of course. You know, right. It's
10: tension. But see, I right. come in here, you're a good guy, and you're in the business. You're in the entertainment business. When you're sitting in front of one of these microphones, you're in the entertainment right. business. Just like that kid. He's in this room. This is what I do on stage, mm-hmm. and this is what I, and I feel people out. You laugh, you laugh. Hey, look, I'm Italian. What do you think? I didn't grow up being called a guinea or a whop or you know a greaser right. or all right. this stuff. We all grew up with this stuff. And if you're from an inner city... You understand the logic. You know what I mean? You grew up around that. I'm right. just tired of these people that I've been with will say they shouldn't say that. But in the house, they'll say something really like <laughs> rude about someone. And I'll be the first to jump on it like, really? really? Well,
7: in some cases, I can't even make fun of myself. Yeah. I mean, I work on a college. I work at the university. Oh, yeah. They something. don't like that. Yeah, and, and that's true. I, I can make fun of myself and, yeah. and get... And it still comes across racist. Right. Of course. And it's like, I said it. I was trying to be funny. And right. I was talking about myself. You know, I had to right. go through the whole thing of explaining. And then they kind of back off. And then they bit.
10: and you're also in your own mind just making it an icebreaker, right? Because you you're you're getting on yourself first, right? You see what I'm saying? But that's it. We got to stop being afraid of who's sitting in these rooms. This is a comedy club. It's just like when you watch a movie or TV, TV where they are using words like I don't know what you can say on this, but they are using words like douchebag, asshole, stuff like that right. on television. They
1: do on television. But
10: now right. they're censoring comedy clubs. Are you I kidding know. me? I know. So these comics that are folding up and selling out, I have no respect for that because they're just worried about their job if you're good at what you do continue doing it and i feel i'm good at what i do and that's and i won't change the most you can do is say i'm not going to see him again well fine but a lot of these people that come in with that attitude i don't think i'm going to like this guy i'll win them over because they realize wait a minute he's not hurting he's he's actually
1: that's the key to it you know Hey, you know what? You've made Linus his day. He's mm-hmm. a good kid. He was very happy about the fact that you were, that you were capping on him, having yeah. a good time. He loved it. I just
10: think he got bummed out when he realized that's not his dad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what bummed him out the most. That was it. <laughs> I mean, JB has a tough time because of people in this town. Because I'm, I'm a lot like you in that I will say what I want to say. Good for you. I will not. And that's why you're in the business 40-something years. Yeah. I will not, you know, intentionally harm someone. God, no. But. JB, how can you hang out with that guy, that racist jerk? Yeah, the, Some people think I'm racist as hell. I'm like the least racist human being on earth. Once again, I don't care what you look like, who you are. It's the old content of your character. If you're a good guy, I like it. You're a good woman, I like it. If you're not, get the hell away from me. I I've, been,
10: no I've, been, I've, be, I've been beat up by blacks, by Asians, by Spanish, by Italians, my own, and you know what? I still have friends that I love that are Italian, mm-hmm. that are black, that are Spanish, and that are right, Asian. Right. It, it, so it, it, you can't, it's the people who hold the whole group responsible. Yep, yep. They're, they're just they're just small-minded people. And I right. listen, I'm not political. I don't wanna make a statement out of this. No, you I'm not. just gonna stick to my guns of what I do. You wanna see a great show and laugh continuously and go, right oh, my God, and hear the things you wish you could say, then come see me <laughs> because I don't hold back. You know?
1: At New Hope Cinema Grill tonight, tomorrow it's gonna night. It's going to be I mean, awesome, just, by the way. I can't wait. It's always going to be awesome. We, I, yeah, it's just it, I like it. Uh, as a matter of fact, it, when Jerry called, uh, who, he called you, didn't he, Molina? Did, did Jerry talk to you directly?
3: Uh, he texted me, yeah.
1: He texted you. And he said, yeah, I want to bring a guy in on on Friday in the third hour. It's like, yeah, absolutely. Jerry... I really like where you know, but Jerry's a hell of a cook, by the way. Is he? Oh man. Well he's, he's single, done. he has time. You know? He does have time.
10: He is a nice guy. Super nice guy. guy. He's a great yeah.
1: guy. He really He
10: really is. builds up his two hundred Chrysler like it's some sports guy. But anyhow <laughs> it's he goes, it's not a four cylinder, it's a six cylinder. Yeah, it goes oh, very yeah. fast. People yeah. think it's a four cylinder. You know the Ferrari and 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 what was the Magnum Pi? He mm-hmm. goes, "There's three types of Ferraris, and I'm not sure which one that was, but one of them only gets to 60 in this point. My car does it, and I'm like, like, You went back to <laughs> Magnum Pi?
1: Wow!'" He had to go back away.
10: <laughs> He's the nicest argument. guy in Jerry's the world. A nice what a, world. a what a guy
1: he is! The guy makes the best ribs. Does he? Oh, they're phenomenal. Wow. He makes these. Uh, Cinnamon rolls that are unbelievable. Make wow. make them cook for you.
10: Yeah, I got a day left. I'll see if I can work it
1: in some ribs yeah, and cinnamon you can rolls. Work it in, not a problem. At I'll all. get It'll the cinnamon rolls. I think it's better. You ask for the ribs.
7: <laughs> I had some <laughs> last night.
1: Did you? Where, did you have some smoke, smoke in the in pit? The pit. Yep. You went to smoke in the pit last
10: night. I, I love soul me. food. Is that a soul food restaurant?
7: Uh, basically.
10: Oh, no, I love? I love fried chicken at a real good soul food place. Do you have yeah. one of those around here? I would go.
1: Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah. Well, when he's talking about smoke in the pit, it's phenomenal. Yeah. How yeah, far uh, is
10: it from where I'm staying? The, the home... What's it called? Homeland Security Hotel? Yeah, home, Homeland Homestead.
1: Security. That's Homestead.
7: exactly right. Is it called oh, Homestead? Homeland
1: it? Security Hotel. I
7: don't know. something.
1: It's... It's not more than, what, 20, 25 minutes? Yeah. Jerry give you right over there in his fast car. Yeah, the 200. Yeah.
10: That was a nice thing. His nephew sold 99 cars. He needed one more to make his yeah. big leap
1: in money, and, yep.
10: and he bought one. I thought that was yeah, a really nice so one. That's Jerry. He's... Jerry's a cool dude, man. He's, He's a good is. guy.
1: Here you go right there. Smoke in the pit. Chicken wow. ribs, catfish. I love catfish, too. What's kind of a racist uh, logo they I got know. there? Is that all about, JB? <laughs> that is a <low> little racist. a <laughs> really racist on. logo. I'm very upset. Black owned family yeah, see, I mean, from you got...
7: Little Rock, Arkansas. Are
10: they uh, little from Rock Little Rock? Arkansas. I worked little, Ro- little Rock once. Yeah, that's. Uh, um, it was a funny bone, actually. But oh. Little Rock had great food. Great, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, they had Absolutely. great food. Ladies and gentlemen, got to go see Vinny tonight, 8.30. He's at New Hope Cinema Grill tonight and tomorrow night, 8.30. Thank you so much for having me. What a great pleasure to have you you in No, you guys are awesome, really. You rock. I just like, well, we just like to have a conversation. It's not about radio or it's just about having a conversation. You know, when I left your, I'll say, I'll end with this. When I... when
10: I left the station this morning, I said, you know, what I loved it. They didn't, like I said, when I came, they didn't ask me five setup oh, questions man. and this and that. And they said, you hate that stuff. I hate and it. I go, then I can't wait to do his podcast. <laughs> I really, do. I But hate you guys are stuff. awesome. I hope you can make it to the show. Absolutely. You know, and uh, we'll have a good time. JB, a pleasure meeting you. You too. Uh, what was his name? Finus? Nymus? Whatever it yeah, was. Nymus. Good kid.
1: Don Nymus. Don, Don Nymus. Nymus. <laughs> That's exactly Thanks right. Thanks for having me, brother. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Don Bernard Show. <laughs>